nothing. I mean, try to, to okay. So we did this midterm review today. The format will be identical. It's they're twin twin files basically. Different questions, same format. Um, let's go over this. Do you have questions or let's go, let's go in order? Questions about the the identification, the first part. <laughs> How could I lose it? Okay. The prima rudis. Well, who's the prima rudis? Christine? So you're not Christine. You are Christine. So I have your quiz. Ah, whoever didn't get his or her quiz, I have them at the end of the lesson. Just come along. What's your name again? John. So you are the other John. John. Okay, I have your quiz as well. Who are the, who's the prima rudis? The referee, or he can work as referee or as a trainer because he is a former gladiator, a person who got the rudis. No, the wooden sword. So he works in the in the entertainment industry. Okay, he can be the trainer or the referee. Kevin. Well, okay, each, both of them are, are good. The ones tomorrow don't have these these uh, you know twi twofold uh, twofold interpretation. Sorry, Shen. Sorry, is it tomorrow? Like oh, tomorrow. Sorry, yeah, tomorrow. Next time. Next yeah. time. The bestiarius. Is the Latin too much? Too, the one who works with the beasts, who trains them, etc. Is, is the Latin too much confusing? I mean, I'm choosing the ones. Basically, I've been choosing the ones that we saw in the BBC documentary. Okay, the main ones. Uh, I'm not asking for strange figures. Or, I don't know the name of the of the globe and these things. No, I'm not asking for those. Yes. Uh, well, this is this is also a twofold answer because, as you saw in the documentary, is the one who trains them. But uh, the the guy with the white beard was the chief bestiarius, and then his uh, his employees, so to speak, would also fight them because it was like the toreros in Spain. Uh, they wouldn't die; they're just professionals who fight them. Also, both of the both answers were good. Other questions? Okay, who's who are the equites? Knights. Exactly. Very good. So, whatever you remember about their armature, when I ask for a gladiator, you say you say it. But try when you review the chapter, you know about different armors of gladiators. Obviously, one cannot remember each single piece of armor of armature, but you can remember the the thing that the Thrax was heavily armed, that the Equus was the one who had just a tunic. And etc. etc. Each of them had a specific quality, so just quote it. J not not only say it's, I mean it's not enough to say it's a gladiator, a kind of gladiator. In this case, as 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 uh, James said, sure. How could I forget your name? Uh, yeah, pretty much was their feature, the main feature. Okay, the Purica. What's the Purica? That was the hard one. There's always a hard one. Exactly. Do you remember we talked about it? We've been talking about it last time. Why? No. What did we talk about? Why do you put on these? I mean, do you organize these uh, these purica, these spectacular deaths? Yeah. Well, yeah, many many things. We've been talking about this last time, didn't we? No, no, this is important. Answer me. Do you remember we talked about it? Okay, really good. Uh, Noxy. Who are the Noxy? The, the, yeah. And, uh, well, it's also the name. Okay, and then you can expand on they, the fact that they were killed publicly. 
guilty. Yeah, the guilty, they're condemned to death in a public, in a public munus or in a public spectacle. All right. Okay, in Latin it means guilty, but in our context it means whatever it means. You can expand. There's not, not much time, but if you have details, just shortly quote them. Okay, two, one. Who built it? Vespasian and Titus. So I speak of two emperors. Two emperors. And uh, what political reasons motivated its construction? No, I, okay, in the first version I said two different emperors. but okay. Vespasian and Titus. Uh, and when? Eddie. Okay, these main datas... Four or five big dead dates are are quite important, but this is important. I mean, 80, 80, AD, AD, 80. Okay, what political reasons? Do you remember B the BBC documentary? You said it. Please, Mary. So good. Perfect. Very good. Is the space enough? I mean, the type of typographical space? Sorry? It could be, yeah. Yes, but uh, I, I think it can fit. I think it could fit. The main information. Very good. And um, what else? Wait. Okay. That you, you, this is no hi Roman history class, but uh, at least the succession of the emperors, not each one of them, but knowing that there is a Julio Claudian. And there is Nero belongs to that. And then in the second half of the first century, we have what dynasty? The Flavian. And then we have... Okay, so we have the bad the Domitian, who's the last one of the Flavians. And then we have the Antonini, who are elective, so one after the other. They reform many aspects of jurisdiction, of the state, of the empire. They are the good, less good emperors, because after that, what do we have? We have a kind of... Yes, a turmoil of military turmoil which spreads all over. Well, okay, after, after the Antonini, we have the Severi. The Severi strengthen the army because the empire is uh, threatened by... Okay, I'm, I'm basically summarizing the history of Rome. Okay, what I'm saying, look at the websites I gave you, a timeline, and just have a general idea of, how, of what the historical context are. Um, okay, the choo-choo. The choo-choo... Yeah, sorry, Kevin, tell me. Mm -hmm. I guess so, yeah. The main emperors that are really relevant to the history of the games in particular are the ones that we already know very well. But knowing that Nero is a Julio-Claudian and uh, he's a revolutionary, etc., and knowing that Commodus, for instance, comes in a much er later time when the absolute power of the emperor was already established, for instance, can help you enrich your answer. You know what I'm saying? So obviously I'm not asking for a detailed knowledge of history, but a general frame. Thank you. Other questions so far? Okay, the following pillage by Cyprian. Why do I talk about that strategy of inversion, symbolic inversion? Now, one person who wants to talk about it. Wow. Okay, with the end, I can't resist the end. I mean, the end is... There's one where the end goes around there. If anybody would just listen at this record online, oh, I can't resist the end. Oh, this ant is turning on the sphere. Okay, so what's the strategy of inversion that I'm talking about? Cyprian. No. Uh, it's basically what they use Yes, because they are submitted to a humiliating death, like slaves. And they invert 
symbolically what's happening. The, de- the, the, the weak becomes strong. The harmless condemned, the noxious, becomes a fighter, like a gladiator. And uh, the, the Romans are, are organizing this whole machi- spectacular machinery to educate the other people, not to become criminals, and specifically not to become Christians. But the Christians say that they are educating the procurator, the judge, and the, and the audience to become Christian. So who is convincing whom? While the pro- procurator, it, procurator is the name for a, for a Roman military and, uh, and uh, military leader and uh, political read, leader and judge in the provinces. This is a noun, a noun that we found in the readings, procurator. Okay, so it's the Roman magistrate. The, this judge is uh, com- trying to convince, to, um, to convert the bad, evil Christian. Now, repent, uh, um, re- I don't know, what's the name for this? Recant your, your beliefs and become a good Roman. And the Christian is preaching towards him. If you knew what the truth were, you wouldn't ask me so. I can't, etc., etc. Et Since it's spectacular... They are giving a testimony of the, the field. They are giving a testimony of their faith in front of the people. The spectacle should be their humiliation, humiliation. But they are turning it around. They are making a spectacular evangelization, not only of the judge, but of the whole mass of the people who are going to look at them. This was part of the topics we had to go over last time. So let me just interrupt this a second to go over something we didn't go about go over last time, which is, huh? the Christians now okay here we go very shortly why was Christianism not compatible with Rome's religion why sorry yes but uh, Rome's religion is not compatible with Christianism because it's polytheistic and the monotheistic religion can't accept a polytheistic view but a polytheistic uh, polytheistic word could include monotheistic religions. Um, Beth and then John. Exactly. So theoretically, and John. Yes, this is where we want to go to. Yes, go ahead. That's it. Okay. Now this is the thing. The Rome, Romans religion is a polytheistic religion and includes other cults. Imagine the, the faithful uh, of, uh, of Isis in Egypt. They were, this cult was included in Rome in the first century AD, we, uh, BC. We have lots of uh, literary testimon- testimonies about it. Uh, Propertius and Tibullus complained that this cult included a, a sexual abstinence, and since it's love poetry, they are kind of upset about this thing. They have to wait seven days. And, uh, and um, then the sun cults, like the Mithra cult of Syria, which is late, later, I mean it's included later in Rome, about in, in the 3rd century AD it becomes a big thing. It's similar to Christianism in a way, it's an initiatic cult, a mysteric cult, meaning there is death and resurrection, like the sun dies and resurrects. Okay, it's a monotheistic cult, there's only the sun, but this cult is included in the Roman religion and mindset because it doesn't pose a threat to the Roman asset. Even a, an emperor who's this guy, who is uh, uh, Elogabalus, belonging to the Severan Severan dynasty, this is his period of reign, start of the 3rd century AD, he even changes his name in Heliogabalus, Helios in Greek meaning Helios, no? Son. Like he is a a, a sacerdos, a priest of this this, uh, religion, El Gabal in Syria, etc., etc. 
he is an emperor. He uh, is fascinated by this oriental cult. So many cults were included in the polytheistic Roman religion. But as John was correctly saying, there is another complication, which is why the persecution? Okay, the Roman religion is strictly connected with the state. In, in Republican Rome, society, religion, and state were strictly connected with each other, meaning that everybody had the same religion, which in many societies, in all historical periods, including today, it's a strong cement to join, to unify a people, a whole people. When you create a nation, you strongly, you often in history want to identify it with a nation. Imagine, I don't know, Armenia with Christianism because it was the first nation to become Christian, and then Armenia are different from the others because they're Christian. And uh, Greeks Orthodox, there is a state religion in a way because the Greek Orthodox have the Greek patriarch. And uh, mm, let's take other examples. Well, Christian Europe in the Middle Ages, we are Christians and we fight the Turks. Uh, we defend, uh, not the Turks at that time, but the Arabs. So our identity, our were the, 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 the medieval empire is identi identifies itself with Christianity, and so on. Even the founding fathers of the United States made appeal to God because most of the populace was of different faith Christian. And so in the in these coins there is somewhere in God we trust, etc. etc. So religion and state are often together. Also today in Iraq. Iraq is a sad example of nation making. How do you create an an identity? Well the issues connected with the the creation of a of a unitarian and peaceful Iraq are also connected with the religious identity. How? You know, in the south, in Iraq, there are, uh, are Sides, and in north Iraq, they are, I mean, in central Iraq, there are Sunnis, uh, and, this, and this creates different identities. All right, this is a common, a huge issue, a huge issue throughout history and time. But Roman religion originally was uh, connected with the states and managed by the state. The cults were state-run. The priests in, ancient, in Republican Rome, and even in Imperial Rome, were not priests, I mean, they did not belong to the clergy, to a separate clergy. They were polit politicians. They were people who were elected to certain charges and became, and became priests. For example, the Pontifex Maximus was the chief of the whole church. The Catholic church, uh, priest is also called the Pontifex, Pontifex in Italian. So, the Pontifex Maximus is, the, is in charge of the whole Roman religion, okay? I, it's a polit political um, magistracy, I, important, include, uh, which was uh, given to Im very known political uh, figures, including Jali Julius Caesar and Augustus. They both were for Pontifex Maximi. The Flamen Flaminis is a priest, a public priest of the main divinities like Jupiter, Mars, etc., and he was also a politician, etc. Et so, the state organizes religion. This is still not a problem because, as we said, the state could, the state cults could include new cults like Mitra, like the Sun cults, Elogabalus, etc. So, state religion and identity. But there is also the emperor cult, and this is the point that John was correctly pointing out. One of the divinities in this new pantheon was the emperor himself, and. Uh, this all makes sense, no? Because in order to create an identification with uh, Rome for all inhabitants of the empire, the emperor's cult was spread out throughout the provinces, and the Christians could not accept to worship the emperor, and this is the whole trick. 
Because, as, I, as we said, Christianism is, fun, is a fundamentalistic religion from this point of view because it's, mon, it's monotheistic, so it can't accept other divinities. It can't accept that a Christian sacrifices the, the emperor, and this was the main change. Sacrifice, it made a sacrifice to the emperor, and so this was the main change. The other charge was atheism, because they didn't acknowledge, recognize the other gods. Hatred against, and hatred against mankind. Question. Sure. Well, this is a complicated question because Augustus was worshipped after his death. They prepared this accurately. With Nero, we have this process is accelerated. And this process is also not uniform in time and space because in the eastern part of the empire, it began much earlier. Augustus was worshipped as, worshipped as a god while he was alive in the eastern part of the empire because the eastern part of, of the empire, the Greek part, why? Already, but they already had a tradition of what? Of, of divine kingdom, okay? So it was very easy for them. They just switched to a new king in a way, but they worshipped him. In the Western Empire, it was introduced slowly and in a symbolically complex way. First of all, the genius, genius of, uh, of Augustus was worshipped. The genius is his, uh, complicated to translate, let's say soul, right, in general. His, uh, you know the genius out of the lamp? Okay, it's, it's a Western tradition, translation, Reminding of the, mm, I mean, of the influenced by the Latin word of an idea of spirit, little spirit and ghost. Okay, the genius. Okay, the spirit of uh, Augustus was worshipped first, but later on with Nero, etc., we already have explicit cults of the emperor. By the time of uh, Trajan, who belongs to the Antonini, so the the, the beginning of the Antonini uh, dynasty, it's already established and compulsory. You have to okay. Now, since the time is running off, you understand what, what are the published the, 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 consequences of the consequences of this. This is very interesting. Why do they hate mankind? Why do they, are they charged of cannibalism? Why are they charged of incest? Because they accept. Because they separate themselves from the rest. And they're unknown. No, you don't know what's going on in their community. And so, like also today, in little religions, we, which are very initiatic, very closed up, very mysterious... Some legends arise about what they do. Some things are true, some things are just invented because the mystery creates ignorance. And ignorance cr creates hatred, and hatred creates persecution. What's the people that in Western civilization has always been religiously very self-conscious, isolated in the medieval Europe, and hatred, hated for this, and persecuted? The Jewish people, strong religious identity, fundamentalistic vision of a religion, I mean, we are right, we don't accept other divinity, it's a monotheistic religion. And uh, a separate life, so to speak, lifestyle, and so prejudices and legends come, come along, to, uh, which bring along hatred, because the rest of the community sees that this part of the community doesn't identify itself with the rest of it. And so when, whenever there's a a, a famine, a, a fire of Rome, like in 64 AD, who's the, who's the one who's guilty for that? Those people who are not working with us, in a way. This is a, it is a common process we have to be conscious about, because it's still going on with many minorities. But, okay, this is what happens pretty much. We also have to consider that they used to gather together in catacombs at the beginning. All right, this is complicated, and if there's somebody who studies history of religion, he will correct me and tell me it's not true that they would gather only in catacombs. 
they would also gather in the light of the day, and the catacombs were mainly their cemeteries. But the catacombs are a good metaphor and symbol to say that they used to have separated the mysterious cults, completely different from the Roman religion, and the Romans knew of which the Romans knew little about. This is the catacomb of Santa Priscilla, near Santa Priscilla in Rome, used from the 2nd to the 4th century AD. And uh, these are among the first representations of a, pre of a person who's praying, so Christian religion, with, the with the symbolic uh, elements which were completely complete gibberish, symbolic gibberish to the Romans. So they were not understood because it's a Jewish religion originally, so it's an oriental cult. This is a less, how do you call it, less super, no, less dinner. So less supper, I'm sorry, less supper. Etc. Okay, all the rest is in full trail. Uh, if you have any question about this um, this quiz, email me and I will try to get you to get back to you. Thank you. Hello, hello. Okay.